With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a new season, a new journey, if you will, as we go into season two of Masters of Horror. I'm Emily. I'm Christine, still. Still, you made it. I I mean, I'm here. Uh, How excited were you to go into season two? Not very. Okay. Uh, where <laughs> now? So tell me your experience with season two of Masters of Horror, which ran late October. Um, so it was October two thousand six into two thousand seven. Um, the star on the you no know, on Showtime. Uh, a lot of the same faces come back. It is still being run by Mick Garris, but there are some new faces and some faces we lose. So had you watched any of these episodes in the past? Um, I purposely sought out the um the oh boy i i my allergies are really bad as i mentioned too so my brain is kind of broken um i watched the the black cat okay the Stuart gordon one Stuart gordon thank you i could not pull his name oof this is gonna be rough um i sought that one out and really really liked it um other than that i think i tried to watch the season from the beginning so i've seen episode one and i think i was so bored by it that i just never went back interesting uh, and i was like oh jk this isn't for me I, I think. <laughs> yeah i have seen maybe three episodes from this season and i didn't there's one episode that i remember watching around the time it aired and when we get there i'll talk about it um but for the most part i and i remember where i was when this aired i was living in korea teaching esl so it was not it was kind of easy for me to download things, but these weren't that downloadable at the time. So I didn't, it was hard for me to watch these and I didn't seek them out. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think maybe like eight years ago or so, they were on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went off and I never sought them after that. So at that point, it was when I think I watched the Joe Dante one. Um, but that might have been it. So it's going to be a lot of new to me. And the two tonight, I definitely had not seen before. The two. Mm, yes. I mean, the one that we record one at a time. One totally. at a time. One at a time, always. 
Um, so the season premiere. Now, first of all, <laughs> I was excited because I'm like, ooh, I wonder what, what kind of opening credits we're going to get. The same, same thing. The same. I know. Yeah. How, do, how do you feel about opening credits for a show? Do you think they should change with the season or do you think they, if they work, they work for the entire run of the show? I think that they should not exist at all. <gasps> really? Yes. Interesting. Is I that... think it should, it should be a quick little boop. And then I'm in the show. Have you always felt that way? Or is that more because of the style in which you tend to watch things now? Where maybe you Um, watch more at once where you get tired of seeing the same opening? No, I've always felt that way. Okay. uh, Because it's a little, it's a little much. (laughs) Like, I mean, the Friends theme song was like on the charts. Like we didn't need to, we didn't need to hear that as much as we did. I'm sure some people disagree with me that loves the Friends theme song. Um, (laughs) But I, I don't know. I've never really enjoyed it. I think it's great now when things stream and you're, it's, you watch things, you know, in a row and they can skip, skip them. The, yeah. I mean, it's not always a science. Sometimes you sure. lose a second here or there or something. Right. But, like, I don't know. I just never loved it. Yeah. This is – I just let these play and, like, I'll finish up what I'm doing or, you know, <laughs> be like, oh, you know what? I do need a cup of water and I run, like – but oh, if I if I hurry, I can get in time. Get back in time for the baby winking. Oh, the baby winking! Yeah, I, I never even considered that they might be different for the second. Oh, I, I was hoping they would be. I I like when a show. I mean, it depends on the show. Like, um, you know, like a show like Cheers. You don't ever need to change it. It's fine. It's perfect as it is. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I like the switch of, you know, every. You, like Buffy, I think, always did it well, where every season, it's a little little different. Scenes from the new season, plus scenes from more recent seasons, get Buffy in different hair, you know, shift mm-hmm. where the actors go, all of that. So I, I like a good adjustment. So I was kind of disappointed that we got the same ones, which I now have to watch 11 more times. So. Oh, well, yeah, well, just make sure you're finishing something up. It's Finish true. sending that text. No, go, no, no, I did. get that cup of tea. And I watched this episode <laughs> in the morning. So I did actually. I had gone to start making my coffee and I let the credit. And I didn't actually. For this one, I did watch because I was curious if anything changed. And then I realized it wasn't going to change. So now um, I, I didn't even think of that. But now that it's out there, I'm disappointed too. <laughs> uh, at least like style the baby differently. I don't know. Right? <laughs> Instead of a rat desiccating, have it be like... I don't know, a pigeon desiccating. Like, there's there's give, things you could do. Give the baby a little wig. Yeah, oh, would be cute. Push out of its face yes. and wink. Oh, give him brown eyes instead of blue. Whatever, you know, really, little, little tweaks. Play around with it, yeah. right? So, for the season premiere, which aired appropriately um, October 27th of 2006, so Spooky. right around Halloween. Uh, now, we talked a lot last season about how kind of confused we were by the choice in running order and you know it it continues right it continues right so why would you open your season with this episode yeah i mean you open it with toby hooper which again i guess you still have a a big name because you can you can shout even if people didn't watch dance of the dead or even if people watched dance of the dead and forgot about it you could still say from the director of the texas chainsaw massacre and people will get excited right was probably the logic maybe I don't know. I get for sure. I mean, maybe. The and, and I will say I think Zach disagrees with me, but I will say that I thought some of the effects in this one, like the gore effects were good. Oh, I agree. Again, so, like maybe they were flexing that muscle a little bit. Yeah. I I guess it 
I think looking at this one, so this is um, directed by Tobe Hooper, based on a short story by... Um, Bruce Pierce. Yeah. Which, have you read the short story? No, I wanted to, but yeah. then, like, I got distracted by stuff. I don't know how same, that could have happened. Same, right? Yeah. <laughs> Instead, I just ended up scrolling through Twitter for two hours being depressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just retweeting anything I could that I thought was helpful. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I also did not read the short story. Have you read other Ambrose Pierce not for a while okay. and usually just like slotted into other collections that sure, I yeah I, I think i've read like some of like the twilight zone episode like that short story yeah, 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 and yeah. some things yeah. like that because occasionally like if you get like a really like robust anthology of short fiction you can get something that is like like decades spanning yep, like yep. huge which is good which i like um, but I, and I thought maybe I even owned this, but I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't look. It is but online. Like, if you Google, it's oh, on like that... Gutenberg Project. You can read it public domain. So. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to. I'm curious too because Reunited and it feels so bad is uh, Richard Christian Christian Matheson and uh, Toby Hooper. <laughs> and I was worried when I saw that. I will say, I just. It's like okay. I don't want. I'm not. I'm not going to go too far into it right the second, but it's like <laughs> Richard Christian Matheson, if you're listening to this at all, <laughs> call me. I would love to talk to you about this. Richard Matheson is, is one of the best writers. Yes. Ever. Mm-hmm. I, I think personally, I like, would not I argue. Yeah. Love, 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 love extensive knowledge, read a lot. I feel like I can make that statement. I do not understand the angle that his son takes with his storytelling choices yeah. they seem to be very Stephen Kingy in in a lot of ways yeah and which... that's, that's why I wanted to read this this the short story because I wanted to see how much was in the original text and how much he kind of just conjured um yeah. because there's a lot of stuff in here that is just really I don't know hokey and not effective yeah and it's I will say from the get-go, um, I mean, the bar was so low for me on this <laughs> that I'm like, well, this is such an improvement over Dance of the Dead in every way, in performance, in in effects, without question, it looks better. Um, it's still not great. It's not really good. It's kind of, it's okay, is where I would put it. So why don't you give a rundown of what the episode is about? Um, the episode is about... Are, are, we, are we spoilers? Yes, we're spoilers. Uh, it's Again, it's 55 minutes long. It's a short story. In order to talk about a short story, we have to talk about the ending. So yeah, we're spoiling. All right. So if we're spoilers, then I'll start with... I'll, this is spoilers. Um, there is a black goo that attacks people in the past and then we flash forward and we see the, the present in texas air quotes texas because it doesn't look like texas <laughs> it looks uh, vancouver probably <laughs> it was it was it was canada yeah it, it looked canada-y i think there um, was even like canadian accents in the episode <laughs> it was the there was like the reporter man had the most bizarre oh, accent yes, it was yes. like canada by way of maine with a texas twang i was like <laughs> i don't know what you're doing sir 
but I love it, honestly. Um, there's this black goo, and it makes people want to, like, murder. It makes them real mean and angry. Yeah. And then, but, like, the black goo is actually, like, oil, because this is where I think the, the beer stuff comes in. I think that this story, this is me hypothesizing, is about, like, drilling for oil, and the oil is corrupt, and it makes you do bad things. <laughs> That, I, to me, sounds like a good story. Yeah, and like, like like it should have anything to do with the episode, which it really doesn't. But yeah, does, that makes sense. But so they, they're basically what, because what it, no pun intended, drills down to <laughs> is that like that uh, Sean Patrick Flanner, Flannery, who's our main character as an adult, his his like lineage is being hunted, basically, like his dad, him, his kid, his granddad, because his granddad drilled and got evil oil, like evil globular oil yeah. that is out to attack him. But like the thing's not really even about that, which is weird. It's really not. Yeah, it would have made more sense because he's the sheriff, the town sheriff, and he's kind of a terrible sheriff. Because oh my he's- gosh, <laughs> he's a terrible sheriff. He's terrible. I, look, your your girl here is not gonna be is not gonna be ableist. It's not gonna be shitty or awful. But this man has a history of intense trauma that I don't know if he's worked through. He is clearly injured. He can't yeah. he can't walk well. I just am saying I don't know if he's the best equipped to be the sheriff of this town. No, no. Again, like this is not me trying to pass judgment on somebody who is differently abled and that maybe has some emotional things that they need to work through. I'm just saying that maybe he was not the best choice. Also, maybe he shouldn't have continued to live in the house where his mother was shot. I, I'm I'm not trying to shame him for it, but he <laughs> maybe should have should have should have scooted along right and in fairness i guess he did was self-aware enough to know that he was a danger to his wife and son right (laughs) which is why they didn't live with him of course again if you're that much of a danger like i don't know maybe don't have a kid if you're convinced you're gonna pass this terrible thing on to a kid and i think this is where now we're, we're 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 getting to the heart of a little bit of the of the confusion because if it's not about if it's not explicitly about uh like bad oil coming to kill you then it's about a man dealing with his memories versus what he believes is possible so that's kind of where we land like it's his like internal exploration and i'm never really clear on what he's doing and why like he doesn't seem to believe anything that he saw happen that day as a kid but yet he has cameras everywhere yep and his wife clearly thinks that he's paranoid and not okay which is why he takes she takes the kid and leaves I got the sense that she took the kid away and that not that he pushed them away. Oh, you might but, be right. It's been a few days since I watched it and this is not one that sticks in the memory very well. Well, like I didn't understand any of that. Yeah. Like I didn't understand because then like because they're still kind of operating as a family unit, which is which is cute and great and honestly like she's one of the best parts. Yeah, she's of this good. Part. The son is I mean, I'm like rooting for the kid. Which yeah. is why this also really pissed me off. Um, because, I mean, what happens? So the town goes crazy. Um, yes, as predicted. Yeah. And like, and to where, again, like, that could have been the heart of the episode. Because that's a movie right there, right? A town with haunted oil uh, where everybody essentially cracks and then is killing each other. Like, and it's brutal. They're killing each other with their hands. But we don't get enough of the town to really care. Like, they yeah, isolate yeah, yeah. two characters, right? They give us Brendan Fletcher um, as the deputy mm. and Ted, Ted Raimi as the priest. And, like, it's just, like, they represent the whole town going crazy, basically. Which, well, none, they neither one was particularly, and I like 
both those actors. So like to say that neither one was likable is the failing of the of the text. It's I, mean, not I guess I I don't know. I was kind of rooting for Brendan. Like even though like as soon as Brendan Fletcher shows up as the deputy, you're like, okay, well he's gonna die. Like I see that happening. But they it's like really, they, they, they really so try to paint him as a as like a f- idiot. As yeah. Like a fool. Well, like right, because he's like he's a cartoonist and kind of dumb and. But also, yeah. like, it seemed like he was kind of caring about his job, and then they just have Ted Raimi kill him. Um, yeah. Which, in a bizarre yeah. arm movement, I don't know, yeah. like, he reaches through the confessional and, like, down and get and pulls the gut, and like, I'm like, dude, sir, my man, I don't think that's possible <laughs> with physics, but that's fine. That's fine. This this is a very suspension of disbelief, or just pretend pretend you know what happened to that character. Yeah, exactly. Because I see that person, but who cares? There, there's so happen. much confusion. The more I think about it, like, was he a Catholic priest in Texas? That's not a thing, really. There is it. I don't know. It sure. It was. It was. It was a little disjointed yes. and not not well. Like the this is when when you're not uh, brutalizing women for laughs it seems like the best case scenario you just have a a muddled script that doesn't use its time effectively and this one really didn't use its time effectively and like it shouldn't have been boring because they're only an hour like and this was it was weird that this was boring it really like it dragged on in weird spots and lost momentum every time it got momentum it lost it so quick yep and and like, oh, so there's there's this random throwaway nothing character of of a of a chatty young woman who's wearing a short skirt, who we get a very inappropriate lingering shot of her bare legs, and I had no idea why they were doing it. And it was really weird and kinda gross, and I was like, is this girl gonna get She's going to get raped, right? Like, this is what they're t- telling me with that camera angle. Uh, no, her legs just got get blown off in a car crash. So I have to see her her half torso, torso, torso yeah. pulled out of car wreckage. It was gross. Like, why even... You introduced that character by being like, look at her sexy, fuckable legs. Now I'm going to rip <laughs> And now them we ripped off. them off. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't know. That was so weird. I don't even remember. I remember the the torso with no legs, but like I don't even remember the introduction of that character because it's so little of it sticks. It re- it's so tr- I wouldn't have noticed either, except I was like, why are they basically showing me a crotch shot? Which they were. She was like sitting yeah, like, in the diner with like this tiny little skirt on, and I'm like, why are they doing this to this actress? I wonder if she's going to be like the the deputy's love interest, or she's going to show back up and like help. No. <laughs> No, we just gotta cut her legs off. So then there is, again, to me, like, the one good scene is when um, his wife sort of gets the tar infection and starts getting violent with the son. Yeah. And he's able to separate them. He's able to kind of, like, knock her out. And then she wakes up and realizes what she did. And, like, that's good stuff. Like, the actress, it's um, Marissa Coughlin, who was in a lot of stuff, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, was she in Mrs. Tingle? Oh, she might have been. I think, yeah, she's, um, yeah, teaching Mrs. Tingle. She's the other girl. She's not Kitty Holmes. She's the other girl. So, like, she had, like, a, a pretty big career for a while where she was just kind of always in a lot of those teen movies and stuff. And I think she's really good here because it, it's, it's an effective scene. It's awful. You know both of these people love their son and both of them have a moment of wanting to kill him. Um... 
And so then uh, Sean Patrick Flannery kind of sacrifices himself in a bad CGI moment of tar demon-ness. But his wife and son are driving away. Oh, great, they're almost out. They're going to do it. Oh, no, they run out of gas and a monster attacks them in the end. Fuck you! Mm-hmm. And this is why I even wonder, like, oh, is this why they decided to air this one first? Because it's like a, oh, all bits are off. We killed the woman and kid. I mean, I guess I felt like all bets were off before, though. Like, I yeah. didn't need to be told that all bets were re-off. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, sure. I found the end really unsatisfying. Like, I feel like the uh, air quote horror community at large has a big problem with air quote non-endings. Um, mm. You know, mostly when they're in movies about women or movies by women or sure. have anything to do with women they hate it when that happens but like <laughs> this was like this is the most non-ending shit i've ever seen in my life like this is the actual kind of non-ending that makes me irritated like you yeah. did, you just didn't end it you didn't end it yeah well what? and it, it, it yes it gives you a punch so that most people i think leave the episode saying oh okay well the wife and kid die then and show me your- yeah no you're right like if you're <laughs> right if you're going to do it then do it and, it felt very yeah. unsatisfying. It did. And, like, I know, like, look, I like a good dark ending. Like, that's... Oh, me too. You know, my, I'm, I'm a horror fan. Like, if a, a bad ending, like, a mean ending can work well. Um, but, and I and I remember the point it changed for me, and it was probably 2016. Um, and I remember really realizing it with Get Out and The Witch, how both movies could have ended much darker than they do. Um, especially Get Out, which filmed a darker, darker, bleak ending and decided not to do that. And The Witch, which just ends a little mm-hmm. further along than it needs to. It could end ambiguously and maybe be a, a cleaner movie for it. But instead, it gives you one more thing so that you leave saying, oh, okay, okay. And me now, me in the last five years says, yeah, give me that because I, I don't. I'm fine with a movie devastating me and scaring me and leaving me thinking the world is empty, but I'm also okay with giving me hope for characters that have been through a lot, but that I've come to really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you do just have a, a very quick, cruel, mean ending to characters that you've taken time to get me to like, um, yeah. it, especially when you've had another character, our protagonist sacrifice himself for them, and then you just end on, eh, they're probably dead. I'm just kind of like, fuck you, you don't care. Well, I think, yeah, you're right. And I think that maybe the argument could be made, and I didn't even really think about that. You're right. Je- Sean Patrick Flannery makes the, what I refer to as the bro sacrifice. <laughs> he he sacrifices himself to say, although when he did it, I was like, but this is like about like family. So that kid is not safe, but right. that's fine. So I, so I knew that that was going to happen, but like, it's, it's a it's that's not what that's not what I have a problem with that's great that's the story you told that somebody in this it's about you know like generational issues which I love mm-hmm. so somebody a long time ago did something fucked up and now this little boy has to pay for it and he hasn't done anything why wasn't the whole thing about that anyways yeah. um but like so show the kid getting pulled out of the car show the mom getting pulled out of the car and then the kid getting pulled out the window just end it give me some implication of of what of how bad it really happened how indiscriminate this force is 
how it's so so how it it's not as simple as just like sacrificing yourself this thing has been unleashed and we can't do anything about it i don't really feel like that was established i'm i'm yeah. writing a story in my head that i like way more than what i just watched <laughs> which has been the trend for these episodes i just i just think the weight was on the wrong things yeah and i think that's fair that there wasn't a full understanding of of what cuz i mean speaking of twilight zone and and mob mentality episodes like the monsters are due on maple street is a great example of like you just throw a couple people together and have terrible stuff happen and like the infighting it mean it Mm could have just devolved into that and it like hints at it but like in a in a really unsatisfying way when like all the people show up at his house and are like put us all in the basement with our weapons because nothing bad's gonna happen (laughs) it's like yeah okay like oh okay but like even that was unsatisfying yeah i don't know yeah. No, agreed. Well, Again, it's hard not to watch it and say, well, but it's so much better than Dance of the Dead. Because <laughs> it really is. I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, sure. It, But it was, it still suffered from boring and pacing issues. Like, yeah. I wish it, I just wish it hadn't It feels been. much longer than it is. Uh, yeah. And again, this, I think, could be a full-length movie. But in its... With the team it has as an episode, I don't want that full-length movie. If you put that in somebody else's hands, maybe I'd watch it. Yeah. But I don't want yeah. want Toe Boop or what, I mean, we can't have that anyway now. But, like, that, it didn't make me want more of anything. It just made me think, well, there should have been more, but then the episode would have been longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean there there was a lot of a lot of quiet time and a lot of slow time that I think could have been packed with other stuff to push the story along, but... Uh. Yeah, I, I, an hour's a weird amount of time. It is, I think yeah. that you can see some people having a bit of trouble with Very it. Very true. These. Yes, and the trend continues. Uh, this is now, I guess, technically the fourteenth episode. The trend continued, <laughs> but maybe it will improve. Maybe, right? Hey, I mean, you never know, right? There could be some un found uh or undiscovered gems i can't talk undiscovered gems in in this season right i believe that i do because yeah. i'm an optimist at heart you know yep deep down when there's a big old tar monster coming after my family i believe if i let him eat me the rest of you know the rest of my kin's gonna be okay that's yeah. how i like to live in this world sure yeah all right <laughs> well do you recommend this episode um, no, not really. I mean, it's the. I think that this is the reason why I stopped re, I stopped <laughs> watching season two because I found this one so boring, and I thought yeah. like, oh gosh, I don't think I can get into this. Yeah. Um. Not again. It's hard to say so far as far as like, well, if you're going to watch anything in season two, because again, both of us really haven't seen much from it. But I think it's probably one you can skip. But I think unlike Dance of the Dead, it's not one that you're going to regret watching. I just yeah, I mean, yeah. worst case scenario, you end up picking up your phone or yep. realize that you're not really paying attention anymore. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So that was The Damned, the, the damned Thing or That Damned Thing? It's the, the Damned, damned Thing. I, I really like picturing it as That Damned Thing and that imagining thing. the poster for that darn cat. <laughs> like, yeah, I like the it. shuffling instead of the cat, it's a giant tar monster. Yeah. That's the way I like to live my life. All right. So we'll be back soon with, uh, let's see, the next episode is a John Landis one. So that worked out well last season. Let's see how it goes this one. 
While the city sleeps every night, he creeps just surveying his domain. He roams around like he owns the town. He's the king. He makes that plain. He knows every trick, doesn't miss a lick when it comes to keeping fat. Some city slicker, no one is quicker than a bad Don Cat. Every nook and cranny and garbage can he inspects so thoroughly. When he's on his rounds, nothing's out of bounds to his curiosity. He can't smile and purr at a pretty hurt till she don't know where she's at. Nose like a geiger, oh what a tiger is! A bat don't cat. He's a sly old codger, an artful dodger, a scrounger unsurpassed. A ball of fire, a nine live wire who just can't be outclassed. Yeah, this midnight rover, he lives in clover. It's an art he's got down to pat. I never was a greater smooth operator about Don Cat. Now our cat's been paid every accolade, and he's earned all his acclaim. In a blaze of glory, he ends our story in the feline hall of fame. But the way life goes in a year, who knows? From the family he begat, you may wind up with one of maybe the son of a bat don cat. About Don Cat. So now you've heard the tale I tell. That's T A L E, not T A I L. I'm talking about the tale of that Don Cat.